Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony, the final chapter of Volume 2. This episode and all the episodes can always be found on iTunes by searching Death Squad. Starting next episode, Kill Tony will also have its own iTunes feed, so keep an eye out for Kill Tony, Volume 3, on iTunes. If you want to go to the Death Squad Kill Tony live show... It's every Monday at 8 p.m. at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room. Every Tuesday, we got the Roast Battle, which is the podcast Verbal Violence. Also, Friday, we have the Death Squad Ice House show. Every Friday at the Ice House in Pasadena, we do a comedy show, and we also do the Ice House Chronicles. Uh, it's uh, it's a great night, so go there. It's 10 o'clock every Friday. Um, we also have a Death Squad secret show coming up soon and me and Tony are coming to Ohio and Pittsburgh around Thanksgiving. Look for all the details when this is announced very soon by going to DeathSquad.tv and clicking on tour dates. Also, you can go to ShopSquad.tv for all the Death Squad merchandise, including the new 3D stripe hat and t-shirt, which is on pre-order. So order it right now if you want to get it in on it because it's a small run we're only making a little bit of these and uh, a lot of the stuff at shopsquad.tv is now li- really limited edition so if you want a t-shirt you gotta kind of get it when it comes out or it's gonna be gone forever also check out tonyhinchcliffe.com for all his merch and his tour dates he's all over the place so check it out alright guys here's the final chapter of Kill Tony Volume 2 This is Red Band coming to you live from the road famous comedy store for a brand new episode, final chapter of Kill Tony, Volume 2. Give it up for Tony Hinchcliffe. Here we are, everybody. Yeah, it's almost like a real show, everyone. Happy Monday to you. Hi, everyone. It's like a real live crowd. This is exciting. Another fun episode of Kill Tony. Put your hands together for uh, Brian Redband, everybody. The man. Hi. The man behind the uh, sound effects that you'll hear and all the crazy shit that happens throughout the night. And uh, keep it going for your band leader, Pat Reagan, everybody, who you just saw. He melted. Yeah, it's very interesting. He's one of the only people that misses his own introduction week after week. It's really, I don't know where he goes after he plays music. There was a lot of problems today. A lot, a lot of problems. I thought we all got here early today, Tony. I thought we were all setting up everything, making everything smooth. Fuck yeah. Pat Reagan, everybody. Uh, he's coming down any second. You know him. You love him. There he is. Who gives a fuck? He obviously doesn't. Uh, and put your hands together for house artist Ryan J. Ebelt, everyone. Here he is. Starting off with a blank sheet of paper. He draws the episode. At the end of the episode, we reveal his amazingly quick and efficient drawing of tonight's episode, which hasn't even really started yet, yet he's drawing. So who knows what he's drawing? Probably nothing like Pat Reagan. <laughs> Pat, how you doing? Welcome back. There he is, our one-man band, Pat Reagan, everybody. They're done clapping for you. There it is. No, don't clap now. Don't. Nobody clap. How you doing, Pat? I'm doing pretty good, man. I mean, this is sort of this is a hot fucking mess. I love Tony texted everyone on the show uh, before. He's like, everyone, get to the show early. This is gonna be a big show. Let's make it smooth. Yeah. yeah. And then, so where do you go after you play music? I put my guitar up. Up where? In my case. 
What? I don't want to leave it out. That's a different guitar? That's a prop guitar? No, no, no. It's a, that's an acoustic guitar, and this is called an electric guitar. Holy shit. Yeah. We got to figure out a smoother system. Maybe Josh Martin, the runaround producer, accident-prone Josh Martin, can uh, handle your guitars from now on. Give it up for Josh Martin, ladies and gentlemen. Why don't we do that, Pat? <clears throat> it's been a crazy week in comedy. We could talk about the fat Jew. We could talk about so many <laughs> things. We could talk about gigs we have coming up. But I want to get this episode going. So yeah. you guys down for that? Is that okay that we just start the episode? Uh, every week I have two of my funniest friends and two of the best comedians in the world on this show. And this week's no different. Put your hands together for the amazing Sarah Silverman and Doug Benson, everybody. Wow. It's true. Doug Benson. Sarah Silverman. Wow. Sarah, come sit down. Doug's done the show a bunch, so let's bookend it. Sarah Silverman and Doug Benson, everybody. They're here. Hello. Doug, you're one of our uh, most regular regulars. I'm Uh, so regular. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How how are things going? Things are great. I love that you played the power of love to bring me, (laughs) us, out here, because we have the power of love, but also... I'm wearing my uh, Back to the Future October 21st, uh, 2015 shirt because that is when that is the date we're finally there where Marty McFly goes to to the future when that <laughs> movie was made millions of years ago, and uh, I'm going to be doing an interruption of that movie in San Francisco at the Castro Theater on October 21st. Wow! Yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. Yeah. About- Can anybody guess who wear who wore a shirt tonight specifically to promote a show? Uh, <laughs> I'll give you one guess. It's Doug Benson, everybody. Yeah. Um, that was Me very too. smooth. I'm, I'm promoting. I'm doing a, uh, the 20th oh. anniversary of the Dexies Midnight Runners. <laughs> <laughs> Dexies uh, Midnight Runners. I love it. <laughs> Welcome to the Sweet show. Sweet reference that everybody got. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. I love it. Davey I love it. Would you uh, bring a big bottle of moonshine? What the hell is this? It's water. <laughs> in a glass I bottle. Don't, it's don't, called celebrity all, water. It's heated in trucks and, and uh, plastic leeches. Into Get rid of that. That's uh, my new fear this week. <laughs> I'm going to use glass bottles. You got your own special glass bottle. I love it. I love it. Guys, Just every... Every single week, instead of me asking the guests a question, before we see a bunch of comedians do a new 60 seconds, I always have Pat Reagan ask the guests a question, something that he wants to know about, uh, about the guests. It's always interesting. You never know exactly what he's going to ask. Pat, why don't you go ahead? All right. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Pat. Sarah. I'm such a fan. Thank you, Sarah. Me too. How would you describe... Well, the horse of truth coming out early tonight. Uh, All right. You might recognize that sound first appearing a couple months ago. The horse of truth comes when something honest has been said. Maybe somebody's a little nervous tonight or something today, Pat. You seem a little different tonight. You have glitter on your face, too. Do you know that? Do I? Are you sweating? see the glimmer. Sweating like a motherfucker. Sarah. (laughs) How would you describe sex with Dave Attell? You fucking piece of shit, Pat Reagan. If I get the same question, I'm walking. (laughs) (laughs) A great experience and a great first love. 
Oh. Wow. Uh, wait a <laughs> second. Wait, is I that the that horse is specific to me, but that's my own thing. And, um, I did have a joke at that time when I, because I was 20, 20, and um, uh, never mind. I'm a, I don't know. So maybe it's not interesting, but I went home to New Hampshire, and my mom and I were hanging out in the, um, <clears throat> hold on, I'm a woman and I talk this way. Uh, my, mo- my mother and I were hanging out in the bathroom. You know, she's what? like peeing and I'm getting into the shower because that's how women, that's how the secret life of women that should, is just obvious to most people here who have vaginas. Um, and there was a, a, a bruise on my ass, the exact shape of a hand. And my mother's like, Sarah, what is that? And I was like, I'm dating a man that spanks me and that's the mark <laughs> from his hand. I think we've run out of time for my question. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Doug, you did this to me. <laughs> Pat, what's your question for that Doug Benson? Spicy. Uh, Doug, okay, yes. uh, what, what is, my friend Dan was uh, telling me today that he thinks circumcision is genital mutilation. What is your opinion on circumcision Sub-question, are you circumcised? Yeah, I, I am. <laughs> Fuck yeah. The party has begun, everyone. And I'm all right with it, because when it's not circumcised, it's kind of weird. Right? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, again, the horse of truth. Uh, this horse uh, is a bumpin' tonight. Well, guys, great questions, Pat. Um, let's get right into the show. Over 40 comedians signed up for the opportunity to do 60 seconds tonight. They sign up, they perform uninterrupted, and then we talk to them about anything. Maybe we ask them questions about their life. Maybe we give them a tip. Maybe we make fun of them. Anything can happen. Who knows what can happen? Uh, comedians, you know your 60 seconds is up when you hear the sound of a kitty. Ah, that's adorable. Everybody hear that? Let's hear it one more time. It's really quiet tonight, which makes me believe that (laughs) some people are going to go over their time. And if you go over your time, and please don't do this, you bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. It's it's unbelievable. There you go. Nice build to that. Two, 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 two. It's unbelievable that... You know, we have to basically yell into these mics for the audience to hear us, but somehow magically Brian's able to make that bear shake the other side of the room. They're having the Rowdy Roddy Piper memorial right now in the main room, and I'm pretty sure he would have wanted it that way. His, exactly, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh, but hell, we got him back for their bagpipes earlier, so revenge is sweet. That's what the bagpipes were? Yeah. There's bagpipes. Yeah, I'm a good friend of Rowdy Roddy Piper, and he's actually been on this show twice before and gave amazing advice. So Google those episodes if you're interested. I thought those bagpipers were here because it was a special episode called Kilt Tony. (laughs) Boom. Boom. That's how I do it. Fucking amazing. He wrote that in just 40 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so a bunch of comedians signed up and they do 60 seconds and then we talk to them you guys ready for this? it's Kill Tony with Sarah Silverman and Doug Benson and your first comedian tonight goes by the name of Bruce Gray here we go (laughs) 
What's up, guys? Yeah. I uh, was watching that show Taboo yesterday, and uh, I saw a guy on there, and he wanted everyone to feel bad for him because he had over 100 orgasms every day. Yeah, he was complaining. And uh, he was on there. He tried to make everyone feel bad for him by saying, how would you feel if you were kneeling over your father's casket and you had nine consecutive orgasms? And I thought to myself, (laughs) I would be fucking exhausted. I could not. I'm usually a one-and-done guy. But uh, nine in a row. Nine orgasms can really trump the sorrow of a dead dad, I also think. (laughs) Maybe. My dad's still alive, but you never know. That's it for me, guys. Thank you. Fuck yeah, 50 seconds. 50 seconds of Bruce Gray. I got to tell you, first of all, Bruce, you are the funniest 11-year-old lesbian that I've ever had on the show. Uh, Yeah, I'm really excited about that. He's the Fallout boy. You ever played a video game Fallout or the Campbell's Soup guy? I know what you're talking about, but I haven't played the game. You look like a kid who would be in an 80s movie where they find a dead body. Yeah. (laughs) Railroad track. Did you ever find a dead body before? Uh, No, I haven't. Are you ticklish? Uh, Ooh. One of Brian's favorite questions. Good question. Normally, normally he saves that question for a female comedian, but tonight he you fired it <laughs> up on Bruce Gray. That's a lesbian, right? Oh yeah. Uh, so Bruce, how long have you been on stand-up? Uh, three years. Last month. Doug, you have the mic up to your mouth. I want to know what you're going to say right now. No, I'm just ready. I love it. <laughs> I'm not like Sarah, leaving it on the table. <laughs> I'm ready to go if, if it comes fire, to me. Fire it off, Doug. But speaking of coming, um, that bit, uh, maybe there's something in how disgusting it is to have so many orgasms all day long. <laughs> like, your pants would be disgusting, Yeah, it's and you would probably slip and fall in it everywhere you go. I usually talk about being sticky. I just didn't want to go over it. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to go over it. It takes more than 10 seconds to talk about being sticky. (laughs) So you you played it right, I think. For your... If for your dad's funeral... Or sort of like a dad's funeral, if you got... You'd have a rental tuxedo. (laughs) A rental tux? And be coming in those rental pants. Lose your deposit. Maybe um, a tag could be... If you're over your dad's coffin, something like... um, After all the humiliation and everything, you can mention that you came all over his tits. (laughs) (laughs) My dad is shirtless in his coffin. But also, just you know, you 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 have like uh, you have a a essence of um, unlimited potential. So you just have to do it a lot. Thank you. You know, and because you want to just try to be the closest thing to whoever you are, which is who knows who they are. That's a whole other thing. So far, we just know he's a guy who watches Taboo. Yeah, I don't even know what taboo is. <laughs> I just thought it was a board game, but, but he I watches it. Yeah, what is that show? And uh, how did it's it about weird uh, people? It was that guy, and then there was a lady who fakes being in a wheelchair all day long. Like she can walk, but how she many orgasms does she have? A day? <laughs> She's I don't know. That is was that wasn't mentioned. And is she at Disneyland? Because that's a great place to fake that you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> that's front of line access, my friends. Bruce, at the end of this episode, was there any resolution to this guy's problem? Does he just keep counting uh, in his pants over no, and over No, he kind of just wanted to uh, get his problem out there and let people know that he is coming as we speak. <laughs> Did he... T- monetize it. could be like, could. you know, Steve Cream Jeans. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> What's whose name? Steve I Cream Jeans. So I'm yeah. ceasing and desisting. <laughs> uh, Bruce. Yes. Where are you from? I live in Bakersfield, California. Wow. Yes. 
has a joke with a punchline that's oh, Bakersfield. It's, well, it was you know it was a joke that the punchline changed based on where I was telling the joke. It's like a local reference kind of joke. That's how you make things work. It's You're true. so good. Yeah. So <laughs> I was. I don't slam Bakersfield when I'm like in Florida. <laughs> I take it back. Bakersfield's pretty shitty everywhere in the world. <laughs> but uh, that's... Uh, do you, uh, are there open mics and uh, yeah, uh, shows there that you can do? There's a few. I put on two open mics a week and a monthly show. Wow, I love Fun. that. Oil City Comedy. Like it on Facebook. Is that While I'm here. Is there a lot of oil up there? Uh, yeah, it's like all it is. A lot of dinosaur bones around there. Wow, interesting. What was your childhood like being raised uh, in Bakersfield? Kind of... Different. There's really there's kind of a really shitty area that's all meth, and then there's a normal oh, yeah. area where no, I yeah, live yeah. that's w- kind of just like we know. Uh, kind of like that show Friday Night Lights is like the area, but then there's meth. On the I other love side. that you still represent. I noticed yeah. that you did the uh, that you did the you know the pistol gun shoot after you said Bakersfield, <laughs> and not a, a lot of people here. from Bakersfield. No man, I get shit on a that. lot for that everywhere I go. Every yeah, so I'm holding strong. Yeah. There's a finger pistol thing with Bakersfield. <laughs> oh, he did it. You I'm didn't see it? I saw it, but is that like a no, bake, is I'm that like the Bakersfield like I'm the first one, I think. Cornbread white gang sign. <laughs> anyway, uh <laughs> Oh, Pat Reagan. There he goes. He just <laughs> shot himself for the podcast listeners. Uh guys, um Bruce. Yes. You've been doing it three and a half years? Uh three years and a month. You're <laughs> adorable. There's like By my count, that's five months short of yeah. half a year. <laughs> you, seem oh, so. like, you seem like you could play every like young stoned movie star. Like you have Good, such a likable face. Thank you. I hope that pans out. You look like Jeff Bridges' kid that he doesn't acknowledge. <laughs> I think you have a young Chris Pratt-like ability. Yes, Chris Thank Pratt. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Chris Pratt, before he worked out and became a movie star. <laughs> yeah. Chris Fat, everybody. Yeah. Chris Fat. Hey, <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. It. I could tell Sarah doesn't want me to be mean tonight. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. I want you to. D- I want you to express yourself however you see fit. And I, <laughs> I love you, I ladies love you. and gentlemen. That was the styles of Bruce Gray. Cool. Everybody, Thank you. there he goes. Good job, dude. Got a tag. He's on Twitter at Bruce Gray. He's the only Bruce Gray on Twitter. He Isn't it funny? It's like eight, when you ask how long someone's been doing it, like. When you are just starting out, you want to like say, you know, it's like saying I'm 12 and a half, you yeah. know. And then when you, as you get older, you're like, I've just been, I don't know, I don't yeah, a few years, <laughs> been dabbling for a little while. Uh, yeah. I would say that you've been doing it, like, say that you've been doing it a year, and people will be like, Oh my god, you're so good. Yeah, that's the trick. We've had a lot of people say that it's their first time here. A lot of people actually come here to start, and sometimes I wonder if they're lying or not. Uh, tonight actually is Pat Reagan's first time doing stand-up comedy, though. Uh, so. Good to have him here. I pulled another name out of the bucket, and that name is Jack Rydell. Give it up for Jack, guys. Give it up. Jack Rydell. Hey, how is everybody? Good. I'm uh, new to Los Angeles. Um, Coming out to Los Angeles, I was um, really surprised. Everything's a lot shittier than they... Describe it on television. Like, mainly, the I was really disappointed in the Hollywood sign. Like, it's really pathetic to me. Like, I mean, I know it's kind of like far away. You can't really see it that easily. It's on this big body of, of land, big mountain. Uh, to me, it looks like my dick on my body. 
that's kind of like, like it's not so bad, but like on that big of a piece of mass, it looks pretty fucking pathetic. Like, like um, that's pretty much it. That's the only joke. Forty seconds. It's hard. <laughs> well, I'm in. I'm in Hollywood, and I have a small dick. So here we go. It, it's not. It's not small. It just looks. It small. just yes. Yeah. Under the it's circumstances, it's actually a pretty good size. If it were on a hill, it would look small. Exactly. It's I a classic you. proportion joke. What is amazing is that you only did forty seconds. So while talking about your short dick, you also kept it short on exactly. stage. I'm exactly. very impressed. A lot of people with small dicks will try to do a minute and a half, and I just won't allow it. If you had two minutes, what would you talk about next? The giganticness of your balls? <laughs> uh, no, I don't have anything about my balls. They're generally, you know. They're, they're Dude, you got to get some ball material. Yeah. I, thank you. What about your butthole? Do you clean it? Oh, my God, Brian. Really? This soon? Normally, you warm up to the butthole jokes. Like, you're starting off with butthole tonight? Jack, do you ever talk about sweating profusely on stage? Uh, no, but people, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hot up here. It's hot here. It is. I'm fat and from the East Coast. It's, it's what hot. part of the East Coast? Philly? I'm from Philadelphia, yeah. 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 I could tell. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I could tell. There's a certain cheesesteak shape. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and how long have you been on stand up? Um, uh, about five years. You talk about being from Philly a lot? Um, well, I mean, a little you, bit, not that much. No, no, no. How long have you been in LA for? Uh, only like a month and a half. I was doing stand up in New York and Philly for for like. Five did you years. just move here? I did. Yes. Oh, awesome! Congratulations. Oh, thank you. What part of uh, LA do you live in? I live in uh, like Fairfax, Hollywood area. Mm. What's the address? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your social? <laughs> What's your Starbucks drink? Uh, I don't really go to Starbucks all that much. I'm good for you. Tea. I'm more of a tea guy. Oh, Ooh, bad I for you. Iced tea. I don't drink. I don't. Really? I, yeah. I, no, no. Oh, you no. just drink like the shittiest kind of tea. Like exactly. Exactly. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not going to go out and like have an iced mint tea. I'll try an iced yeah. mint. Tea. You like it? Yeah. Refreshing. We know you love mint ice cream, so just try it with the try with the tea. Mint chocolate chip, everybody. Come on. Making a lot of fat jokes. You're a little <laughs> overweight, but you're so young. You could just uh, cut out fried foods and sodas. Get your sweat on twice a week and yeah. be like a yeah. heartthrob. I've actually lost like 15 pounds since I moved out here. so It's, it's like amazing. And that was just uh, yeah. on stage here tonight, everybody. Uh, <laughs> just really you. impressive. The Kill Tony weight loss plan working. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, I'll take that delayed <laughs> sound effect. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Me neither. Brian, do you have an explanation for that sound effect? Yeah, that's a positive message. To Ooh, positive message. Oh. Yeah, you gotta oh, wow. look at the positives, like losing weight. Um, Jack, what... Uh, how do you think you've lost 15 pounds since being here? Cocaine, right? Yeah, pretty much. Just, just tons of cocaine. Just, just so much meth too. Like, we don't really have that on the East Coast that much. So, like, when it, you know, you, it's like fresh out here. So it's like great meth. Really? You do drugs, or are you making a joke? Um, no, I, I'm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, that's not fair. <laughs> I um. You that kill that could kill even the best joke. <laughs> oh, are you being? Yeah. Is that a joke you just told? <laughs> well, I mean, nobody was <laughs> laughing when I asked it. <laughs> Jack, what's your favorite hobby? Um, I don't really have a lot. Of, I mean, I play guitar a little bit. I don't. I don't really have hobbies though. So much. What you makes you laugh? What when you're growing up? What were you like? What killed you? And what's what are you into? I like stupid shit. Like, <laughs> like I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like 
I have a pretty messed up sense of humor, so like anything that kind of just either was silly or just super dark, I liked. I liked all of that sort of stuff. So, like. Doug, what? What do you have to say to Jack? Great job, Doug. You're in the belly room. Uh, Doug, you're <laughs> in the belly room of the comedy store right tonight. now. Sometimes you have to remind Doug of where he is exactly. Yeah, and, uh, where the hell am I? <laughs> I see like some sort of neon of W.C. Fields over there, so I think I might be at a uh, old old movie festival. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you this, Jack. I could I, use another drink. That's what I. That's all I have to say, right? Josh, now. another Doug Benson. Thank you. Bring me a Doug Benson. Um, just basically just bong water on ice. I love the fact, Jack, that uh, you, after being here a month and a half, you have a funny topical, I mean, a, uh, a localized bit that also you can, you're making fun of yourself in. Like, I think that's so cool that uh, you're Thank doing you. that. Do you do that? Do you do the road a lot? Um, I, I, well, I would do stand-up um, in Philly. I would do stand-up in New York. I would go to Connecticut and do a bunch of different little stuff up there. But not, not too much, no. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm only 21. I started when I was really young, so I... um, Good for you. That's a great... um, The younger, the better, right, Sarah? So, yeah, I mean... (laughs) That wasn't um, a slam. The first time I saw her do stand-up, she wasn't even 21 yet. The younger, the better is also Jared from Subway's new motto. (laughs) Uh, Not a lot of people know that. That's, of course, he's talking about freshness. You just have to get your 10,000 hours in, right? 10,000 hours. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I started... The first time I ever did stand-up, I was 11. And I had I had done it at like an imp- for like an improv group, and they were like, "Does anybody want to do stand up?" And so and you're I'm up there like, "My dick's the size of the Hollywood <laughs> sign." <laughs> exactly. I've, I've, been wor- I've been working on that joke for that was that was the culmination of ten years of working on that joke. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I so when I was like 14, 15, I started playing the club circuit in Philly, and then and then. Oh, you should be much better. <laughs> I, uh, this is um, scary. My 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 problem was is that I couldn't think of like something to do for just a minute. Like normally my stuff's much longer, right? Played out than that. Yeah, right? that's a it, people have I to make just, that adjustment I, when they come I had to kill Tony. This the other day, and I was like, I'll just try this. Okay. Yeah. Well, you nailed it. It's that's what, one of the fun things about this show is you get to meet interesting people with an interesting background, like yeah. Jack Rydell, a 21 year old coming out of nowhere. Everybody, there he is, yeah. Jack Rydell. Good job, Jack. He's on Twitter at Jack Rydell. R-I-D-E-L-L. Found him here. Doug, were you on the episode with the stuttering kid? What? The kid with the stutter that was really funny? I don't think so. Oh. Drew Lynch? Drew Lynch. Was he on the... America's, America's Got, Got Talent. Talent. Yeah, he just killed it. He Cops. got the golden bucket Cops. the other day. Kill Tony, uh, kill he Tony regular. He was just at the cellar, yeah. actually. Oh, wow. He's great. Him, yeah. He performed Ooh. there? Yeah, but uh, I missed him. Are you are you going to draw his name next? Why would you bring that up? No, I was just asking because Must I was going to be tell you about the... picking the names. I'll let you pick the next one. Oh, boy. I already oh. picked one. You get the next one. <laughs> this name that I picked, though, goes by the name of Fabian Gonzalez. Oh, that's an exotic <laughs> name. That's cool, man. You know, be really good right now is some uh, some cereal milk. <laughs> like, why don't you just why don't you just give me the goal? I don't want to work, eat cinnamon toast crunch. I already know what I want. 
But maybe that's like what makes the cereal milk delicious. Because you work so hard for it. <laughs> Just put it in a bottle already. Here you go. God. Enjoy. Some dumb ideas, man. <laughs> no one's ever on board with any of my ideas. Except babies. <laughs> There's always a baby on board. You drive around long enough, uh, you figure out babies are really supportive. And why wouldn't they be? Like, a baby doesn't know they're supposed to have a father. Oh. Keep going. <laughs> oh, sorry, baby. <laughs> Next time. No, All right, thank you. My name is Fabian. Thank you. I love that. Oh, wow. wow. Fabian Gonzalez. Very impressive. Now, I'm, you introduced yourself to me Friday at the Ice House, yeah. am I right? Yeah. And w- yes. what did you say to me? Uh, I was nervous. I, well, I was here last Monday, and I was really nervous. I'm have still you, nervous. Have you done stand-up before? Yeah. Other places? Not really. Just here. I moved out here to, to do this. you, like, just started, right? A year and a half. Wow. Open, That's man. incredible. Moved here from where? Long Beach. Oh, okay. Yeah, not a big move. <laughs> yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah, shortest distance well, of all the comedians. How, uh, yeah, how many U-Hauls did you have to? <laughs> uh, well, I guess I thought you were doing it... Uh, uh, Less time because you explained to me Friday at the Ice House that you were so nervous to do this show. Yeah, because and it's amazing. But is that your style anyway? The way you just spoke, or was that nervous speaking? Because I love your style. It's my style. Yeah. I love that. I love that you, super low key. Yeah, kind of approach. Like Reminded lo- me of uh, Gene Pompa a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, exactly. And, uh, and, and that's a coincidence. The Mexicanish thing. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't because of the Mexican thing. But Gene Pampa is like that, too. Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah, I've seen him. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I heard you're that You're great. Pitch. You're yeah. a great comic. Thank yeah. You. And what's amazing is this is your first time on the show, and whatever it is, your energy combined with your writing, like, I mean, my, that's about as good as it gets in 60 seconds. Like, a lot of people come up and they say, well, I, I normally do a longer set, and I had to do this, but... You were getting laughs immediately. You just rolled with it. And it goes to show how good it can go. And we wanted to know what he was going to say next. Yeah. Right. When, the, when the fucking I'm cat on the stepped in. Fuck yeah. that cat, man. Dude, your, your stage presence is so funny. You have like a scared straight vibe, but I yeah. can't tell whether you're the inmate. Right. <laughs> or... The kid getting scared. Yeah, you man. should always ask them to play super hard music like that yeah, when you come on and dress like that. And then when you're like, hey, what's up? It's a, <laughs> it's an awesome contrast. No, yeah. we were like, we were yeah, ready for some gangster comedy. And then you were like, hey, everybody. Cereal milk. That's Isn't it delicious? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, cereal milk. I just had some last night. It's it really so is. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, cool. Truth. <laughs> Are you Spe- so specific to you, and then it's like all these cool contrasts that make up genuinely who you are. It's really good. Yeah, I, love I just, it. I, I, just, I think that's more. what it is. I just want to be who I am. Right. Here. Yeah, that cereal milk thing, that could be like merch. <laughs> that could be a bumper sticker. That's a, I mean, that's like, a, that's as good as the Seinfeld routine. I mean, bet. Which one? Yeah. Oh, well, cereal milk. I mean, it's just like you could hear, I mean, I don't mean that in a, Derivative way in any right. way, but you could do a that. lot of a lot of stuff on cereal milk. Is that what you're saying? It I could don't be know, like a Doug. longer than a minute thing. I just want it to be I'm real. I'm so sick of you right now, Doug. He's just trying to keep it real. He's just trying to keep it real. He's no, not I want trying to play any tricks with his cereal milk. No, I want the cereal milk thing to be real. Like someone to be in the audience and be like, Oh, I could do that for you. 
Here it is. <laughs> wow. I could hook you up with cereal milk. Thanks, man. Incredible. <laughs> uh, can you do the uh, Death Squad show this Friday at the Ice House? Sure, man. Yeah. Sweet. There you go. All right. What are your favorite types of cereal? Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I like Captain Crunch. Oh, my oh, wow. God. And uh, Fruity so Pebbles. Good. Almond milk, man. Anything that really gets so Long thin. Beach Berries? Do you like those? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's made up, man. You ever do something simple like a life cereal? That's basic. It is basic. It's too, too basic. basic. Too yeah, basic. the basic ones are weird. The checks. Yeah. I love Captain Crunch, but it shreds you at the roof of your mouth. It does. It's, it's worth it. It's overbearing. Very gener- <laughs> it's very general mills. Would you ever get? Uh, do they make Captain Crunch without the berries? Is that is that they have some? Yeah, yeah, yeah they have one called Oops, all berries, <laughs> and then then they have your Hey, my mom hates me. And then they the have one. just Crunch. Yeah, I mean that <laughs> was the original have, Captain Crunch didn't have berries. Then they have Whoops, all pubes. It's a pube. Base. Pat Reagan sometimes shoots a three pointer, and. Uh, they don't always go in. Sometimes he just floats it out there, and, y- and you don't know what you're going to get sometimes. Like, sometimes it just fucking crushes the room, and then sometimes it does what just happened there. Well, you the can cut and paste it somewhere else where it would totally work. It's true. It's true. You could fat Jew uh, that shit. Heck yeah. Fat Jew's taken over. But as it, Well, there he, there's... Fat Jew yeah, reference did not go over in the room. No. No, they... They it's a bummer. Obviously, these Because they all just think you're talking about some fat Jew, which seems very inappropriate <laughs> the fat to Jewish. say. Yeah. Google Ooh. it. Yeah, the fat Jew stole a bunch of jokes, and now he's in big Over 100 people, comics, or just people on Twitter, he's stolen from. Did yeah. he just not know better? Like, no, he knows way better. Then how? He's already been caught many times and already publicly said he got he caught. He calls it aggregating. Should yeah. I, should I, should I well, still be up he here? now he puts their names in parentheses. <laughs> Wait, what was oh, that? that's what was, nice. What was that, Fabian? Should I still be up here? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can go. Uh, Fabian Gonzalez. You've earned your place in show business. I'll see you Friday, that's man. That's how you do it. Star of the night. That's how it's done. Plus Fabian that name. Gonzalez. That fucking name. As soon as you say Fabian Gonzalez, people are like, what is going to happen right yeah. now? That oh, is, yeah. I know that, I can tell that that is him. And it's hard to come up here and do one minute of material in front of people on the stage with you judging you and be your Should authentic self. Should we just call it self. off? Yeah, let's go home. <laughs> let's watch Shut it down, you guys. I don't think you want to call it off, Sarah, because it's your turn to pull <gasps> out a bucket. You get to pull out a name. Dreams really do come true. Oh my gosh, I'm rooting for all of you. Get fucking ready. You better be ready right now. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Reddington. Wow. Hello, how's it going, everybody? Good, good. I have, uh, I have two older brothers, and I think the worst and best thing they ever did for me was when I turned 18 years old, they took me to the strip club for the first time. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to the strip club, but it's kind of like Taco Bell. Yeah, always a good idea at the time until you wake up the next morning, realize you spent too much money on bad tacos. <laughs> so, so the first time uh, I went to the strip club, my brother says to me, he's like, He's like, hey, if you want to get the most bang for your buck, you need to put the dollar bill between your nose and your lip. The stripper will come up to you, 
show rubber titties in your face, and uh, the dollar bill will disappear like a magic trick. So, <laughs> so I was like, all right, um, strippers doing magic? Sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me, but, uh, but I'm going to do it anyway, you know? Because what's the worst that can happen? And I did that about 30 times, mostly because I couldn't figure out how she was doing the ma magic trick. But uh, turns out it was a bunch of bullshit because when I woke up... God damn it. There it is, everybody. Joe Reddington. And so he, close to getting he, that punchline in. I Angry know, West but that Hollywood bear is so worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. The overall lesson in comedy to not go over your time. Uh, Joe, what was the punchline there? Uh, I woke up the next morning with two pink eyes. Fuck yeah! Oh. I don't understand what are what are what are pink guys? Because he got pink eye. <laughs> she had a dirty oh, pink butt. Pink eye. Yeah, she had a dirty butt. <laughs> oh, uh, gotcha. <laughs> mm. So hell yeah! Now I'm gonna say this. Uh huh. Talking about strip club, all that stuff is great if that's your truth and what you're thinking about and what you're you know what's on your mind. But it's like I just. Like, I want to, we want to just get to know you. Like, even if your joke is a, a lie that you wrote, it has to feel like, it has to come through you and be you saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I it, that just comes with time and being on stage and figuring out and, and being in, uh, I don't know, it's like some uh, mind-body connection shit. Doug. And, you don't, and, you don't, and you also don't need to say, has anybody been to a strip club? Because then that just sounds like you don't know, you don't know people at all because because there were other people there when you were there I'm sure and then right. there's also a big percentage of the audience that doesn't have any interest in uh, strip clubs well that's a good point Doug may I please <laughs> um, <laughs> that is good for like all comics I feel like this is a good thing to like I wish I knew it and didn't have to learn it a harder way but don't ask the audience a question because it just sets you up to sound like you're doing a joke that doesn't work because people don't know if they're supposed to answer out loud and it's, it, there's no timing to it. it. Beats go by. and So if you ask people like, hey, have you guys ever blah, 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 it's just going to be like quiet for a little bit and then yeah. you're like, well, I have. Uh, and it's, you're setting yourself up for something that gets perceived Unless you're as setting a them up. dip. If Unless you're setting them up, if you're like, if you ever been to strip clubs, be like, yeah, and you're like, you assholes, you know, then that's a different no, thing. No, if that's a part of the thing, yeah, of course. If but if you it. don't need it, cut it out. If it doesn't get, a, if it's not part of a laugh, then cut it out. What do you do for work, Joe? Uh, I work in a warehouse. I how, long you, how, long you been, how long have you been on stand-up? Uh, about six months. Six months. Yeah. And you work with forklifts at the warehouse. Yep. Everybody's done it just six months once. Mm-hmm. You spend yep. enough time with forklifts, you're going to think titties are magic. <laughs> that is a good, that's a funny concept, though. Strippers that are magic. I think that you could keep thinking about that. Really, though, go, go to a shitty strip club, though, and do something really crazy, and then try to tell a story about it. Because that's then, the Brian Redband yeah. school of comedy. Try to fuck a dolphin and then talk about yeah. it. Right. <laughs> 
right. Exactly. It's called method comedy. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it works. It really works because you're actually telling a story that's real to you. And I think when you went into that part, I was like, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Uh, it, it, but if you really went to a strip club and you met the stripper that maybe had a yeast infection and had a dirty okay, butt or okay, something okay. like that. Uh, <laughs> a yeast Wait, infection or a dirty butt. It feels like it's you. <laughs> yeah. right. Coming from you. Yeah. Even if it's not. Do you and the guys from the warehouse go to strip clubs a lot? No. So do it. Have you ever been to a strip club, Joe? Yes. How many times? Ten. Wow. Ten and do times. you do you? And this isn't. I'm not judging. Do you enjoy it? What do you like about it? What is your favorite thing about it? And what are you? Is there any part of you that's surprised that maybe you don't like it as much as you feel like you want to, or that there's a myth to it, or do you fucking love it? Uh, I mean, it's fun, except when you. You wake up and you check your bank account. That's the worst part. Right, right. It's a big waste of money for... <laughs> and on the side stage! Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, there you go. Yeah, it's. I get that. That might be a point of view to take. Although I always find comics that talk about how m- much money they don't have to be... Uh, it's an interesting line to walk because you want to kind of be... Every time you perform, you kind of want to be the person who's a professional and at least somewhat successful. You don't necessarily yeah. want to talk about being poor. But you Unless can also, it's hilarious. If, yeah, and you could do it in the past tense also. Like I used to go to strip clubs and, you know, and, and I, the, uh, wasted a lot of money. That's you know? so interesting that you feel like you want the audience to think you're not poor. Well, you know, if the audience... I just think also not... Uh, not uh, as soon as you tell the audience you're, you're poor, you're also saying you're not successful as a stand-up. You need to trust that you know what you're doing. That yeah, 100%. Yeah. Exactly. That's... That even if your character is that you're you don't know what you're doing, the audience has to. They're like dogs; they smell it. They, like Fabian wasn't what, like. I wish I could afford cereal milk. He was just like fucking cereal milk. Yeah, you but know? there's a lot just of brilliant comics right that talk it. about. I mean, did like you ever see Eddie Murphy delirious? He talks about being poor. Yes, but in a fucking pink leather suit. <laughs> I think made out diamonds. And from the red. position of being the biggest comic in the world. The takeaway here yeah. is that if you tell the audience <laughs> that you I'm have... I'm glad somebody's here to sum this up. Yeah, the for takeaway. the takeaway. The takeaway here is that if the audience knows you have insufficient funds, they're going to have insufficient fun. <laughs> wow. There you I go. I support that What did joke. I tell you? Sometimes Great it works. I support I told that you. joke. Sometimes it works. Yeah. Uh, Joe, without trying to be funny, let's get back to this strip club thing. Uh, literally without trying to be funny. Like, what are things that do surprise you about strip clubs that you thought maybe not... Or do you sit close to the stage, far away? Who do you normally go uh, with? Usually right on the stage. Right on the <laughs> stage. <laughs> on the well, stage? Th- Indian yeah, style? In, in the stage, yeah, depending on how much money I'm willing to spend that night, you know? If you're on the stage, your bit should be about getting thrown out. Okay. <laughs> you know, there's a comedian that D- Doug and I are f- uh, used to know named uh, Drew Hastings. Very funny. Now mm-hmm. is, I think, a mayor in Ohio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he has the greatest stories of all time. But anyway, he always used to say that what he did <clears throat> was he'd go to the bank and get a bunch of $2 bills because uh, strippers are get dazzled by it, that they get distracted that it's just $2. <laughs> 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 but that's Drew Hastings. Yeah, he's a mayor so, now, so you can go ahead and take that. No, if no, you want. no. But, I, but any kind of like, well, if you get into the specifics of your specific experience, that's more interesting. 
you know? Okay. Jokes, you can write jokes, you can definitely write jokes. Like, but let me you ask you this. You said that one of the biggest problems is that you wake up the next day and you see that you have insufficient funds or whatever. Uh, do you, uh, so you're saying that you get so drunk that you end up going to the ATM at the strip club? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, or that was like you were asked a question in court. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, yeah, that is correct. No, there's there's one time when a stripper kind of, it was one of my first times there, and she realized that, and she kind of just took me to get a lap dance. and On the ATM. Me, no, it gave me like five songs in a row. And I was like, hey, is this still one song? She said, no, that's, it's, it was like. Five different yeah, songs. Yeah, it was like yeah. 250 bucks. Oh, oh shit. my God. Yeah. So wow. I was like, uh. And that was. Here's a tip. In, J- in Japan. <laughs> you were like, uh. I, g- I have to pay it. In know? Japan, every song's 15 seconds long. Just a tip if you ever go to a Japan <laughs> strip club. Uh, I, there was one, you had a, there was a plot hole in your, uh, in your bit that uh, it, you said, you talked about Taco Bell. You like compared it to going to Taco Bell to going to the strip club, and that that you lost your money. But Taco Bell is like the cheapest food. They make they like make stuff out. It like was pig a taco assholes. pussy joke, and it's it's kind of like needs a. It's not. It's a pretty like. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean it's just kind of like I don't. It's, it's just like not a fact. super clever. Like it's mm. like it feels like um you can yeah, make that joke Yeah, there's a place right down the, the street office. called Pink Taco that the place is making that joke. Yeah. Yeah, like a corporation made that joke. Right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> multiple locations. It's not gross, right? It's not because of that. It's just, you know. What's your favorite hobby, Joe? What do you do for fun when you're not at the warehouse and you're not? Look this hobby question. Stand. I know your favorite you make, hobby. You make How models? many hobbies do you have, Tony? That you've favorites? Like, what are your top ten hobbies? That you do? <laughs> well, my baseball card collection. Yo, yo, devil um, sticks. Oh, I love that you. Have Joe, what's your favorite? Oh uh, well, I mean, currently right now it's stand up and writing. Oh, that's I the mean, most boring answer. That Other than stand-up and forklifting, like, what do you do for fun? Uh, like, one of the things Sarah does, you like to play poker. Right? I do, but my favorite pastime is watching TV. I love <laughs> TV. I watch a ton. I love watching yeah. TV shows, great television right. shows and terrible television shows, and medium shows. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just want to, like, Even the show, medium. chill out and You're watch You're like a bones. Goldilocks who'll go for anything. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> So, Joe, do you have an answer? Do you do anything other than stand-up and forklifting and strip clubs? Currently, not really, no. Do you like standing under Chinese lamps? <laughs> yes, right now I do, That's yes. It's a fun hobby. Do you have pure joy in any part of your life? No. <laughs> Find it. That's your act, then. You should just come back. out and be like, the then joy is gone. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you should be talking about. Ever that. go to a strip club and have no fun? That's what I do every yeah. night. Yeah, even a strip club where you're supposed to have fun, you can't even get enjoyment. You the get joy is gone. Oh, okay. Oh, no. The joy is gone. This is a, this is a right, new we'll thing. We'll be back in five minutes. Oh, my God. Pat Reagan going for it again. Guys, uh, Joe Reddington. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Joe. Live your you truth, Joe, not yes. what you think should be your truth. Talk about having a miserable life if that's how you feel. It'll be a good outlet for you. Thank you. You're welcome, Joe. You're welcome, (laughs) Joe. That was a very, very real thank you, and I like that. You don't get that all the time. Uh, Sarah, you want to pull another name, or should I? Can I? Yeah, I, th- I think you like it. You, you go are great I do, at but I mean, or maybe, maybe you guys want to do it. No, you can do it. Happier, happier, though. 
Yeah. I don't want to be responsible. Jesus picked this. Real quick, Joe Reddington is on Twitter at J underscore Redding 2000. There you go. Are you ready? Kyle McFadden. Wow. Uh, for anyone not paying attention, I am 100% white. Uh, I'm so white, I already feel like I've done something wrong. Does that make sense? Thank you. For instance, I was on the bus the other day, and a uh, black homeless man got on the bus. And he started yelling about race and oppression, and it made a bunch of us very uncomfortable. And I was on the back of the bus because I believe in equality, and uh, it came to a time where I decided I'm just going to be not white. Like, I'm going to do my best to just not be white, and I'm pretty sure this wasn't the right position, but uh, I was trying my best, and then he yelled out out of nowhere, hey man, I know this country still treats me as three-fourths a person, and I had to sit there with my white guilt Wondering if I was going to let him know that he meant three-fifths of a person. Exactly a minute. Kyle McFadden. Bam! One of our favorites here. Uh, normally, Kyle comes on the show, kills for 60 seconds, and we make fun of the way that he looks for the next seven minutes continuously. Yeah, I was surprised that he was in the bus and not on top of it doing Hang Five <laughs> like Teen Wolf. <laughs> Uh, Tell us about the man behind the curtain. <laughs> I don't even get that reference. Oh, uh, Wizard of Oz. I went too far. Oh, he's, you were saying he's he's like the the he looks the like the lion? Yeah, or what the Jew guy stole from the... Oh, the I think Jew? you, I think oh, you have to Jew say guy. the words exactly. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Fat, fat Jew. Jew. <laughs> like, I, I don't think fat Jews ruin <laughs> comedy Jew so much guy? that you could just say, those goddamn <laughs> Jews! <laughs> like, you sort, of, you sort of have to like keep it right on yeah. the fat Jew, Brian. Uh, you could have got to the three-fifths thing faster and then maybe had a few tags or something, but, you know, uh, solid. You're three-fifths yeah, of the joke. way there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can tell that you're a good joke writer and you have a lot of little moments and stuff and yeah. when you've just done it more and care less, but not care less like you don't work at it, but then you just don't give a shit. Because yeah. really, it doesn't matter. Last um, time I was on, Doug, to- I was, uh, Doug was actually on last time, and he mentioned that he's seen me twice now, or three times now, and he mentioned that I do a lot of appearance jokes. So I was trying to... Oh, well, I didn't mean to steer you yeah. away no, no, but, from that, but, uh, but that, I mean, I've been you on did a good job with it, because, I mean, you still brought up your appearance about being white, but... Uh, yeah, that's true. Do any of the uh, jokes that we made about your appearance that last time on... Have you used any of those? Do you rem- a couple do you of them are in my act already, and then I started using... A, yeah. Do you remember definitely. any of the ones that we said? Like, what are the things that you say about the way that you look on stage, just so that this audience can get a glimpse of the uh, man th- not behind the mask? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, uh, the, uh, what it's a lot about is about people, like, coming up to me and saying what I look like. That's my favorite thing is, like, when people do have a funny original joke. And my favorite one recently was a, a guy just stopped and pointed at my face. He's like, yo, you... You look just like the kid who turns into a monkey in Jumanji. And then he just walked away. Like, that's... <laughs> you know what you could say now is that uh, you're kind of upset because dentists keep trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, funny. He looks yeah, like a lion, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. He looks yeah, like both a lion... Red mane all around 
his head. Yeah, he looks but looking like a lion isn't isn't you know, it's not a bad. No, thing. you're you know that you're beautiful though, right? Thank you. Uh, I'm I, I'm okay. I'm okay. You're just fine. I hate to bring up right, pubes. ladies. <laughs> I hate to bring wait. Up. Yeah, so don't. <laughs> I wait, and by the way, you don't hate to bring up pubes because. I, I was twice gonna, more I, was say, I hate to bring up pubes for the second time this evening, uh, but your beard looks like gl- glued on pubes. Yeah, I, I like to say it looks like a redheaded girl that got in a long-term relationship and then just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love that. Kyle McFadden shoving it right in Pat Reagan's <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> you wish you had redheaded girl pubes yeah. on your face. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, where are you from? San Francisco. And how long have you been in stand-up? Uh, four years. Right. Are you getting? Uh, how long have you lived in LA? Uh, eight months, eight or nine months. Right. January. You doing good? You having fun? Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. What's your favorite thing to do in LA that's not comedy related? Uh, I like how many more movies are available to go see. Like it's like obviously because it's LA, you can see them when it says opening day, and I not have to that. wait a few months. Big theater goer, huh? Yeah. I love that. If I looked like you, I would be too. (laughs) A lot of dark rooms for me. Okie dokie. Moving it along again, everybody. This is a real interesting momentum to this show tonight. I really like it. Because it's so hot in here, I think. Yeah, it really is. Thank you. It's always good to mention that it's hot in a comedy room. Yeah, as soon as you tell the audience (laughs) that, then they can all get on board with just being quiet and sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a thing, though. You're supposed to have, like, cold room for comedy? Isn't Isn't that like a... Thing. So yeah. everyone's got pert nips. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get that memo at the comedy <laughs> store that they need to uh, keep it really cold. Kyle, I want to see more, like a longer set from you. Uh, would you like to do a Death Squad show Friday? I'd love to. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is, it's like being everybody. invited over to the couch on Johnny Carson. It's true. It's <laughs> amazing. Weird, wacky, wild stuff. I Congratulations, dude. Except Thank for the you, couch Doug. has a bunch of like jizz stains, and Brian's going to ask you if you're ticklish. Yeah. I don't know how you didn't get the word pubes into that sentence. <laughs> Even though it's a podcast, he took a very confident victory sip after yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, congratulations. We'll see you Friday at the Ice House. Kyle McFadden. Kyle! You have the right to express yourself, Kyle. (laughs) I love it. Sarah, everybody, it's funny that I've noticed, because this is like episode, I think, like 118 of this show or something like that. I've noticed that... You should be much better. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Jesus Christ. Wow, now you're oh, getting look roasty. At, look at Thin Skindy dishes it out but can't take it No, I love it. <laughs> I can handle it. Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say was everybody on their first time is always super, super duper nice. And oh, really? you're probably never going to do this show again. But yeah. if you did, it'd be funny. <laughs> it's amazing to see how how people switch it up their second time on. Like yeah. we had Al Madrigal on first time and he was the nicest yeah. guy you've ever seen in your life and the second time he was on he just started cutting people off in the middle of their sets like stop 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 Dude. it was amazing that's rude <laughs> we've only got a minute why stop him jeez doug really taking a stance uh i will fuck up al madrigal <laughs> sarah you want to pick another name Oh my God! Don't spoil me. I you did you a great it. job. Uh, you picked Kyle. That was a great pick. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a great pick. Don't fuck up, sir. Are you ready? You better be ready. 
Whoa. Mike Mazzalotti. How do you know a cat's an outside cat? I mean, like say you buy a cat and you let it outside and it comes back. You're like, cool, that's an outside cat. Say you buy a cat, you let it outside, it doesn't come back. You're like, ah, shit. That was an inside cat. Like, do you look for it? I feel really dumb walking down the street like, Mr. Sweaters! Yeah, he's not going to remember that. I've only said it to him twice. I don't think he was looking at me the second time. Like, if you have a cat, don't bother buying it a tag or a collar. Like, no one's going to read it. Like, say I do read it, I see your cat outside, and it's like, hey, what's up, Sprinkles? Pff, you're really far from home. Better get a move on before the sun goes down, buddy. How <laughs> the fuck you got way out here? You got a couple of days of walking, man. Keep those shoulders up. It's going to start raining soon. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm Mike Mazzalotti. Thanks. Fuck yeah. Mike Mazzalotti. He even said his name so fast, I couldn't make it, it out. Mike Mazzalotti. Perfect. Really? Nice. Yeah, Sarah, got Mike, where are you from? Uh, I'm from upstate New York, but I live in Seattle right now. Nice. You should close with, I'm Mike Mazzalotti. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that bad. That's not that bad. It's not I'm that bad, but I'm it's not that good. I might take that. <laughs> Mike, uh, what do you do in Seattle for work? Uh, I work at uh, the Comedy Underground, and I work at a pizza place. So nice. mostly the pizza place. Yeah. <laughs> pizza uh, Underground. There you go. How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, two years. That's so fun. All yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. That's so cool. Did what you d- make the mini pizzas in your ears? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it harder to do good. comedy underground than above ground? Uh, it's, it's cooler. Like, by not cooler, like, style-wise, but by temperature. I mean, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. This is... Uh, this is do you have any bits about the ear things? Uh, no, a lot of people say I should, right? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Like, maybe your favorite singer is Lisa Loeb. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah, you could be like, you know, people think it's dumb, but I like I it has sentimental. Oh, what am I? Yeah, exactly right. It's not the easiest fucking thing. I think you should because whenever you make any movement, they like flop around. Yeah, I know. It's They're pretty, really flopping. I yeah, know, it's a problem. It just goes to show that there is no wrong way to eat a Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I almost couldn't get through that one. Uh, that was really good. Oh, can I say the dumbest, dumbest thing? But that bit is funny. But I, and maybe I'm wrong. But I, I think it's a, more referred to as an indoor cat, not an inside cat. That is the dumbest note. But in a way, it is because mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. stop for a second. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Call it an indoor cat. Indoor cat. <laughs> Listen, that is not the best advice you'll get in your life. Fixed. That's noted. That is noted. just like a cat. It's <laughs> fixed. Call me the joke. Spade new to your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a cat? No, I'm a, I'm a dog. <laughs> You're a dog. My neighbor had a cat. That's why I always wondered it because right. it had two, and one was always outside, and one never could be outside. And that's I, a funny premise. Usually, the one yeah. outside is the one that pees all over the couch, and so that it becomes an outdoor cat by yeah. force. <laughs> it's forced outdoors, yeah. not its choice. Okay, especially out here. All right. What do you do for especially fun, Mike? Out here, <laughs> yeah. How long have you in town for? Uh, we're leaving tomorrow. How Just, long have you been here? Uh. Three, two days, three days. Who's we? Uh, a couple of dudes from Seattle, just random stand-ups. Your lovers. We're in a van <laughs> driving around doing stand-up down the coast and going home. Wow. That's awesome. And the other are the other two guys in the bucket? Oh uh, yeah, they're all in the bucket. So you're gonna, the only one that probably is going to get picked tonight. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. He told his friends to fuck up. Yeah, pretty much. Say that again, Pat. 
So he told his friends to fuck off. Yeah, he did. It's going to be one <laughs> awkward van ride back to Seattle, Washington. <laughs> uh, Me and Doug had an interaction on Netflix. I was, what? I, don't, I, was I don't kill people. Whoa! Remember that whole thing? Tw- I tweeted him during his special, and I'm actually we're, we're, we had that moment, Doug. Yeah, yeah. His Twitter name was I don't kill people. Yeah, I changed it since then because <laughs> you made fun of it pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got a new one. It's not good though. Why? Uh, What's your new Twitter name? Uh, arson is my dog. Because <laughs> that's my dog's name is Arson. <laughs> Why'd you name your dog Arson? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, the other ones were taken, I think. I don't know. It's his name. Arson's a cute name. For it's not a bad name for it. He's a black dog. But you gotta right? come up with a joke for that. Well, he has a, he has a bunch of sweaters, and his nickname is Cosby because of all the sweaters. So there's a whole joke in that. It's not funny though. I know. I know. I didn't say the it. Dog it's not funny. is a serial rapist. Hey guys, I'm only home half uh, the day. I don't know what he's doing. I'm oh, that's a great joke. I'm gone. What? Well, because he goes he because he goes he has all these sweaters, so I call him Cos. He has all these sweaters. I call him Cosby. Because he's a serial rapist. <laughs> 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 it just, it kinda Boom. just connects. Boom. Thank you. Yeah. And you're at least and, alone uh, in the Reese's thing. And taking notes. <laughs> or I call him arson because I stole him from a firehouse. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> that one wasn't good. He's a, he's a, he's a Dalmatian. <laughs> yeah. Part, uh, part Dalmatian. Oh. Right? What kind of, really? That's What kind of dog is it? He's just a, like a part Dalmatian mutt. I got yeah. him. Bam! He is part That's of why he called him arson, motherfucker! You nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah, yeah. At first, I thought your Dalmatian reference was a little spotty, but I see after all that. Oh, oh, this guy. I'll take any sound I can get from this shit audience. Uh, You'll reach 101 laughs at some point. Oh. <laughs> uh... Mike, so much fun. So nice to meet you. Cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Mike Mazzalotti. He's on Twitter at Arson Is My Dog. Arson Is My Dog. Guys, is everybody, would, it, would anybody here tonight like to make history, everyone? How would you guys like that? Oh, yeah. I would love to. Yeah. Doug, I'm so happy that you're here because you're one of our most used regulars ever. And Sarah, <laughs> it's so, so fitting. It's so fitting that you're Watch here it. because we've always had two amazing female stand-up comedians. So the only two people that are regulars on the show, and they've written and performed a brand new 60 seconds every single week since the show started. They're the only two people out of everybody, including the people in the bucket, that literally get on the show every single week, write a new minute, perform a new minute, and they do that every week. Well, this is their final show, ladies and gentlemen. <gasps> yes, in a stunning turn of They've events. They've both d- been diagnosed with deadly... <laughs> Mesophilia. They're both dying? Yes, uh, it's true. And uh, their make-a-wish is to do one last spot here on the show where they always do a minute. But I brought them up so many times, and I do the same boring intro every week, that I thought to myself, why not have someone special bring them up? Why not have someone fun bring them up? Maybe the voice of the UFC. No! And one of the coolest human beings in the world, Bruce Buffer, ladies and gentlemen. Live in the flesh! Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! Comedy Store in Los Angeles, California. And this is the moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Introducing first, hailing from the panhandle of Florida, 
a Kill Tony creation with her first time ever on stage being here two years ago. She has written and performed a one minute every week since. Presenting the Florida Dropout, Kimberly Queen Khan! So I went to the gynecologist Friday, (laughs) uh, which was fun. I had an annual... Uh, Those are already awkward. Uh, And I'm sitting at the table. My legs are in the stirrups. Scooted my butt to the front already. Uh, And she's about to uh, dive in. I don't know. And and my phone rings. And I pick up the phone and I'm like, hey, mom, let me call you back. She's like, cool. And the doctor was like, oh, perfect timing. And I said, yeah, it's kind of like she knows someone's about to go in my vagina. And the doctor laughed, too, and I'm a comedian. That made me feel nice. Uh, But it was awkward because I felt her laugh on my pussy. (laughs) And I was like, uh, yeah, that's funny, right? And she was like, no, it was just your pubic hairs. They tickled my nose. (laughs) That's it. Thank you. Boom. Exactly one minute. As always, the machine, Kim Congdon. Meow. Uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) You just said now. I was going to say something else. No, I said meow. Like like she just got right to the cat sound. Yeah, what I love is that... Right when she said pussy. Yeah, it's amazing because both her and the other regular Sarah Weinshank almost always like nail exactly a minute because they know exactly what a minute is from their internal clock of doing this every single week. Um, Kim, another funny one. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank uh, you. You're really hairy, huh? Uh, no, not really. But I did go to the gynecologist on Friday, and my mother did call, and I did make that joke. And she was close enough. I didn't feel it, but she was close enough to where I was like, ooh, I could have almost felt her laugh on my vagina. And I was like, that's my Kill Tony minute. Right. And Pat that's Reagan great. said, you should add pubes to that yeah. joke, and it's going <laughs> to take it to a whole nother level. Throw some pubes <laughs> So fun. Doug, you've watched Kim grow over two years. You've been here so many times. Yeah, it's been amazing. And now she has T-shirts on sale. Uh, <laughs> where, where do they go to get those? Uh, custom tit tees. I support tit-tees. top freedom and gender equality. And I Woo! feel like women should be able to be topless at the beach like men. And uh, we shouldn't be sexualized for it. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Mostly yeah. guys clapping for that, but that's cool. And so your shirts are, it's a shirt with tits on it. So Just you how look they would like look under your shirt. Yeah. yeah. Very good. And you can uh, send your own picture of your own tits and have them customized onto a shirt. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. I love That's that. That's fantastic. Thank you. Good for you. That's Thank awesome. you. I mean, you can check out her tits on that website right now if you wanted to go. They are the model. <laughs> yeah. Color or black and white. Kim's areolas are Okie really dokie. Yeah, okay. And that's <laughs> the part where <laughs> I guess I... Sometimes I l- just wait to see if Brian's going to ever stop. And uh, sometimes I just have to jump in and make the good old decision for him. Does the bear ever interrupt Brian? No, Absolutely never. Not. Never. It's almost like he's the one controlling the sound effects. Uh, um, now, Sarah, this is your first time seeing Kim Kong, yeah. right? Yeah. And you have been a female comedian for a while now. For uh, almost half of it, Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, now, what do you think about the uh, the the fact that she r- has written and performed a new minute every week? For I the think last two years? I'm in awe of it, and I think you like the joke is good. I really like that the punchline of her, that her her you felt her breath of her laugh because it's so specific and it just felt. Uh, you just told it like you were amused yourself and you just said it and you didn't seem nervous or outside of yourself, you know? And um, and that's just so impressive. It just happened and you're always thinking about it. And that's that's ha- 60% of it. It's just always thinking about it. What's the other Kim, 40? Kim, you nailed it. You the did other 40 an, is naps. You killed it. You did Thank another you. great yeah. minute. Thank you. And... Uh, I'm going to bring you back up in just a second, but that's your time for now. Kimberly Thank you. Kong, yeah. everybody. Thank you. Guys, to introduce your second regular, you'll never believe it. The one and only Bruce Buffer, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit. When did he get here? <laughs> Introducing the other regular, hailing from the Valley of L.A., also from the Kill Tony podcast, Dysentery and Tuesday Snacks. She has graced this very stage talking about corn on the cob, holder thingies, briefcases, and pens with the racers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sarah Princess Shake Wow. Wasn't expecting such a grand intro, but, you know, we adjust. Um, I have problems with people who think it's okay to leave the house and while carrying binoculars. I think it's an incredibly bold choice. Why are you carrying binoculars? The only thing worse than carrying binoculars is having a friend hanging out with you that's carrying binoculars. Because then you have to tell them, dude, can you just leave the binoculars? (laughs) There is no pure reason for someone to be carrying binoculars. An excuse that someone might use would be, oh, I'm a bird watcher. And uh, what they really mean is that they're a pervert. I would much rather be a pervert than a bird watcher. (laughs) All right, that's it. (laughs) There you go. Who have you been hanging out with that has some (laughs) binoculars? Well, I went to a Sheryl Crow concert, and I was sitting... (laughs) 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 I guess we just found out what part should be added to that joke. Uh, Thanks, guys. Um... (laughs) I went to a Sheryl Crow concert, and I was sitting in the nosebleeds. And uh, next to me, there was this woman who was sitting very close to me, and she had binoculars. And I just felt like it was really intrusive. I'm like... Sheryl Crow, bird watcher. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, okay. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it, would make, it would make more sense. It's like, okay, if you're a huge fan of something, and you can't afford good seats, like, sell your binoculars so that you can go. Typically. <laughs> I love that. That's that's great and should that's be good, added. Yeah, that should be totally yeah. Yeah. That Just binoculars thing. is such well, a funny word to say it, yeah. six times in one minute. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the thing is it starts out being like a quirky joke and then it goes and then the next step it's like, oh, that was a little bit. Are you done with that drink? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
know I have a sound problem. Um, I can't stop thinking about the ice and the slurping. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, and then it's like kind of goes to a, uh, you go, oh, that was a little predictable. And then it takes a corner where it's like, oh, this is a joke about saying binoculars. And then it's really fun. It's something it like wins you and then loses you and wins you back kind of joke, which I love. Yeah, that's sort of like an interesting thing. I heard like tone regularly. She sort of covers these small subjects and gets into it. Because um, it says something about her or the things that, bo- you know, like the thing, right. you know, like the root of it might ha- be like, I wish I had binoculars. <laughs> but it's like that is kind of a funny, like bully mentality. And I mean that in like a, a funny way. Like, no, I like just going like, she had binoculars. Fuck that. That's so stupid. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doug. Yo. Anything else for Sarah? She's done a great job all this time. It's amazing. Uh, uh, always with the small s- small subjects, but for a whole minute. Point of view. Mm-hmm. Very important. So fun. It's been an incredible two years of uh, Kim and Sarah Weinstein. Kim, come back up here. I have a special yeah. gift for you two. Uh, these are the two lineups from the original room for tonight and for every single Monday after this. They are the two newest regulars on the friends and family list getting a set in the original room every single week from here on out. And you two can take those. Boom. Pretty much pound for pound the hardest lineup to get on in the entire world. And they just did it. It's been so much fun watching you two go from people that just said um and ooh and ah and look down at the bottom of the stage to killing every single week. So thank you so much and thank you for everything. You guys have been amazing. Good luck. Well deserved. Have fun. Please kiss. Kiss. Thank you. That's Princess Shank and Kimberly Congdon, everybody. And they're on Twitter and Instagram at Princess Shank and Kimberly Congdon. They have been doing brand new minutes, writing and performing them every single week since the beginning of the show. Yeah, get those titty shirts and those binocular shirts available now. So you might be wondering, Tony, you just moved your two new regulars on to the bigger, more important show and room every Monday. What happens now? What are you going to (laughs) do? Well, how about this? We have two brand new regulars that are going to be writing and performing a brand new minute every single week from now on and you are the first audience to ever see new regulars yeah. new regulars i can't but believe course, it i can't of course, believe it why would why would i bring them up when i could just have somebody else do it how about the one and only bruce buffer ladies bruce and gentlemen <laughs> And now your newest regular, raised in Germany, New York, Florida, Kentucky, and of course, New Mexico. She's known from one appearance on Kill Tony. She shook nervously. She scratched her head throughout her set. And now, her first regular appearance ever. Presenting for the first time as she walks down the aisle of Kill Tony, Melissa do you have to let it linger? Yes, <laughs> linger! Hi. Still sh- What's up, guys? Still shaking. Um, uh, hi. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I used to live in Kentucky and uh, um, face... Fuck. <laughs> hey, Facebook still makes fun of me for it. Uh, the Kentucky thing. Um, I, you know that soulmate app thing where it's supposed to tell you who your soulmate is. Uh, it kept giving me my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I 
fresh. Uh, uh, I think LA is kind of like a big sandbox to play in, and you can find a bunch of cool stuff. But like, you come a lot across with cat turds. No suck. Uh, my mom had a lot of really weird rules when I was growing up. Like, uh, if you're only making one piece of toast, you have to put it in the right side of the toaster. I didn't listen to her, and, like, I wish I did, because now, like, every guy I date just leaves. Uh. <laughs> wow! The newest regular, Melissa Esslinger. That's the shakiest I've ever seen someone who also still fucking delivers the yeah. jokes. Yeah. It's amazing. That was great. Yeah. The... It's just mind-blowing to me. It's so exciting to watch. Uh, so fun. I remember you, uh, you've been on the show once before, and you were so shaky and nervous then, yet still so funny. I actually like, never remember anything about the comedians on the show, like joke-wise, but I actually remember a joke that you said that I just think is the funniest thing ever. She said, I'm so short that when I meet guys, I have to be like, hello, my eyes are down here. <laughs> and... Uh, so yeah, when I had to, uh, when I decided to, uh, you know, rotate in a new regular, I figured who could possibly be more fun than somebody that's shaking violently uh, right now? Because who knows what it's going to turn into? Um, guys, you're meeting Melissa Esslinger for the first time. That was I've so seen exciting. her before. I was on a show that was she was on earlier. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so yeah. cool. And it's good to see her again. Uh, it was a great. Great set. Like nice. three, I, I counted maybe there's probably three jokes in there, and they're all solid. Closing with the best one. Oh, my God. That, they were all good, and that last one's just brilliant, and you can see, oh, that's who she is going to be. Like, that's what she is. And the fact that you're trembling and shaking, like, that can be really hard. But the mistake with that people make is that they try to cover it, and you didn't. You were just honest. You know, it's like watching Eminem when he first would just, like, came out in rap battles and shit on himself. And it's not in a self-deprecating way, in a uh, just, this is honest in the moment, I'm not going to lie. And it <laughs> makes it, instead of like uncomfortable, it's exciting. Right, because we're on a ride with her. Totally. We're sort like, of rooting for you. You're just shaking with like excitement and terror, and but it's like you can tell you love it and you're good at it. So yeah. it's, it's exciting. And next week she won't have to do it in front of like somebody she idolizes because usually there's just a bunch of dumb dicks on this show. Yeah. <laughs> You're just yeah. assuming that I'm a girl and I'm brilliant. <laughs> yeah, this shaky thing's good for you though. I could see you like getting a part in like uh, Parkinson's and Recreation or something. Yeah. Oh, like that. that is so clever! <laughs> Thought of it in 46 <laughs> seconds. 46. I you can start your own night over at Shaky's Pizza. <laughs> Right. But also, right. but also, just so you know, it's like it's great because it's just your truth in the moment. But if you start getting like not scared anymore, then just you don't have to manufacture that. That would be a mistake. Right. Just be whatever is real, and it's you're good. You're you're really good. Have you been going up at all since your last uh, appearance here? Yeah. Yeah. Where have you been um, getting up at? Um, there's an open mic in Venice. I do every week, and um, I do like two to three a week because my job, but. Do you yeah. have a car? Yeah. Uh, I work like 12 hours a day. Well, every Friday now, becoming a new uh, Kill Tony girl, you get to do uh, yeah, five I know. minutes I'm every really week excited. at the Ice oh, House. Oh, wait, what? Wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say every week. Okay, cool. 
awesome. <laughs> really? Get up every time you can because oh you're going to be great. That's yeah. awesome. I didn't know. Do that. spots every <laughs> night even though you're exhausted from work. Yeah. Melissa yeah. Esslinger, everybody. There the newest regular. Catch her every single week on Kill Tony. Yeah. Guys, but that's only one new regular. You must that's be thinking. That's only one. There's got to be a second regular, right? What? Yes, well, there is. And normally, I mean, of course, I would bring that second regular up. But I'm thinking, why not do something special? Why don't we have the voice of the UFC, Bruce Buffer, bring her up? And now, your other new regular from Long Beach, California, known for her self-deprecating comedy, also known for her mediocre impression of Sarah Weinshank. She is the 19-year-old Ellie Belly Legal McCoskey! Hell yeah. Hey, uh, something scary happened to me the other day. I was in uh, Santa Monica. I'm not trying to brag. I'm sure you guys have all been there. Um, but I was there, and... Uh, and there were helicopters flying around the place that I was staying, and it was terrifying. I turned on the news, and they thought that this guy, there's a guy on the loose, they thought he was a sniper. Uh, turns out he was just a good old gunman. Uh, <laughs> just a good old gunman. Uh, and it was terrifying, but they found him the next day. And there's a picture of him getting arrested, and he's in handcuffs. But he's wearing board shorts and sandals, like the <laughs> chillest shooter ever. <laughs> But I was wondering, I was like, board shorts, sandals, did his fedora fall off when he was running from the cops? <laughs> like, what's that guy's getaway car, a longboard? <laughs> uh, I, I... <coughs> How you doing on time? My hands are really sore today, I don't know why. I think it's just from, like, all the lives that I've touched. There you go. Allie Makovsky. The newest regular, and she's also 19 years old. Yeah. Yeah. You have good tits for a 19-year-old. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. That's actually uh, Sarah or uh, Kim's. Kim's shirt. That's cool. That is so awesome. I know. I keep touching them, and I'm like, oh, they're not there. <laughs> and you know what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's a second spot. where I was thinking, like, well, that shirt's distracting, but... Who cares? It's so great because if you keep wearing it, it won't be anymore, and it will be in a different place in the in yeah. our world. Boom! You know? Yeah, making a movement. I love that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that your that your boobs and your head are cold. <laughs> <laughs> These guys and the way they use words—it's amazing. But that was great. That was, uh, I, I dare say, if I may. Yeah. Most professional one minute I've seen on this show. Wow. Yeah. Wow. On Allie Makovsky's first, this is the first time you've seen first her. First time, yeah. And wow. she, she killed it. Like well, there every are a lot of good ones, too. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's. You just like her tits so much, you're confused right now. That's not, <laughs> that's not what, I, what I'm totally about. But uh, And even like when she looked at her watch, it was like. It yeah. was just true. It like, was a standard comedian thing. Like, how much time do I have? And she was just yeah. Like, oh, oh shit. But she like 
no, every other comic that's ever done this show would go ahead and bail with 10 seconds left. Right. And then she said a hilarious joke. Yep. Yep. Which is very exciting. That's true. Yeah. And you could see her making the choice, and it was very, like, real comic-ish. <laughs> Did you just lick your hand and wipe your set list um, off your There hand? is definitely a set list on Oh, there. that's <laughs> what you were looking at. So it wasn't the time, which is interesting but because... Oh, right. I have done that before, and it's funny because it does look like I'm right. looking at my watch like, sure. let's wrap this thing up, you know? <laughs> that works perfectly. That's it's amazing. It's twofer, yeah. And what I also think is cool is the fact that you and Melissa are both, like, really looking off of set lists for this minute because <laughs> what's going to end up happening and maybe I mean maybe you could use that divisively or as a thing and you'll always be working out something new but I feel like your memory of what you want to talk about will get better yeah you know I mean? it was just kind of for this one because I was like really got to bring the heat <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah I'm excited but about this Tony this is really cool. it really is I really got to bring the heat in my Beanie. Yeah, yeah I, I especially think it's awesome, Allie, that you left your job as the spokesman for Wendy's to uh, <laughs> to take up this opportunity. Will you spokesman wear every time? You, can you wear those every week for us? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you could just you shake a little bit? Yeah. No, thank you. All right. What? All right, I'm everybody. 19. She's 19. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I not. I meant because the last girl was shaking. That was oh, the oh. Oh. she meant trembling. Oh, it wasn't okay. like asking a 19-year-old to shake her tits for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad we cleared that up, actually, because it was like a bummer for a second, a little bit. <laughs> it's like, damn I it, love Doug. Doug. It was the shirt. <laughs> Guys, we just met Allie Makovsky. Yay, Allie. Allie. Good job, Allie. I'll see you Friday Woo! at the Ice House. Friday at the Ice House. Catch Allie Makovsky and Melissa Esslinger. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Allie Makovsky and Melissa Esslinger or something like that, right? Guys, Ryan J. Ebel drew this episode. Ryan J., let's see what happened. He drew the fucking episode. Let's look look at, at this. It. Guys, there it is. Unbelievable. Woo! Hey, look. We did it again, everybody. From start to finish. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. Hire, guys, hire Ryan J. Ebelt for something. He's on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan J. Ebelt. Pat Reagan killed hire it tonight. Him. He's a Patty Reagan. Bruce Buffer, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Follow him on Twitter at Bruce Buffer and check out his podcast, It's Time. I'm going to be doing it tomorrow, so uh, get in the It's Time world. And uh, Josh Martin hustled around tonight. He's at Josh Martin Comic. Yeah. Doug Benson and Sarah Silverman, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Yay, we did it. Hooray, hooray, yippee. Sarah, anything you want to promote coming up or anything like that? No. Anything crazy? How about you, Doug? Uh, DougLovesMovies.com for all my stuff. Yes. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much Always for doing this. Always a pleasure. This. Thank you, So guys. fucking fun. Yeah. And thank you, live audience. Thank you. See you guys. Bye-bye. Melissa, Melissa to the front, Melissa.